This is Backyard Politics. I am your host, John Smith. I do want to give a shout out to Dave the Trucker. He's out there somewhere listening. I hope you're safe out there. Uh, Speaking of truckers, we are working on getting uh, a friend of mine. Uh, He's an over-the-road trucker. He and his wife uh, both are truckers. Uh, His name is Hugh, and uh, I want to get him in the studio so that we can talk about the current Kind of the uh, the current situation, what it's like uh, out there as a trucker. So, obviously, he's an over-the-road trucker. He's got firsthand knowledge of what's going on because we hear all these stories about what's going on out there, but we really don't get firsthand information. Nobody ever has a trucker on the show. So, uh, Hugh, if you're listening, uh, we got to get you scheduled, get you in here. Uh, he is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, which means he's probably going to rub it in a little bit about the Steeler game. Uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge Steeler fan. And, uh, well, the Steelers got their backsides whooped the other day. I think it was Sunday night by Kansas City. So I'm sure he'll talk a little trash about that. Uh, Anyway, tonight, uh, if you want to be a caller this evening, uh, the number's on the screen, 602-475-2000. And tonight we're going to be talking about the transgender athletes bill uh, that was in the Senate today. It's Senate Bill 1165. And when I say that, uh, it's the Arizona Senate. Okay, not the uh, the federal Senate. It's the, uh, not the federal government, government, but the uh, Arizona government. So Senate Bill 1165, basically it was written uh, to stop biological males from playing in women's sports. I know it seems crazy that you have to come up with a bill in order to prevent men from playing in uh, women's sports. Now, I, I also know the other side of it, you know, they want to play the gender card and say that uh, a transgendered female uh, is just as much a woman as a uh, cisgendered female. I I hate to even use the terms, but uh, it's the world we live in, so that's where we're at. Uh, but uh, so basically, I'm going to get into the bill. There's three parts of the the bill. I'll read. The, there's multiple parts, but I'm just going to read the first three parts of the bill. Uh, this is a section A. Each interscholastic or intramural athlete, team, or sport that is sponsored by a public school or a private school whose students or teams compete against a public school shall be expressly designated as one of the following based on the biological sex of the students who participate on the team or in the sport. One, males, men, or boys. Two, females, women, or girls. Three, co-ed, or mixed. Again, that seems like that's always been the way it was. And so, uh, unfortunately, uh, in the world that we live in, we've got to come up with, uh, we've got to write bills to protect sports and keep them from uh, getting insane. Now, I think there's uh, there's a deeper reason why the left is using this transgendered excuse, transgendered uh, females as an excuse to uh, get them into women's sports. I may get into that. I may not get into that. We'll see as the, as the, uh, the night goes on, but uh, uh, let's see uh, section B of the bill athletic teams or sports designated uh, for females, women, or girls may not be open to students of the same sex. So there you go. Athletic teams or sports 
designated for females, women, or girls may not be open to students of the male sex. Okay? Pretty much cut and dry. Now, I believe there's already 10 states across the country. Oh, Henry Mendoza's in the room. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Quezada sounded like an idiot talking about the bill today. Yeah, Henry, I actually have that clip, and I'm going to be playing that in just a second. Perfect little segue. Yeah, what a clown this guy is. Uh, Yeah, um, Martin Quezada. He's a state senator here in Arizona. So I'll play that clip in just a second. So uh, Section C says, this section does not restrict, now listen to this, this section does not restrict the eligibility of any student to participate in any interscholastic or intramural athletic team or sport designated as being for males, men or boys, or designated as co-ed or mixed. So basically, the, this is it. If you're a biological male, you can play in male sports or you can play in co-ed sports if you were born biologically a male. If you're a transgendered female, you can play in male sports, men's sports, boy sports, or co-ed sports. You just cannot play in female sports. We saw the whole thing that went down with the swimmer uh, from the University of Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, so, in fact, we're going to talk about that, too, because uh, the NCAA is changing the rules. And we'll get into the details there, because obviously you can't have a biological male swimming against biological females and lapping them in races and beating them by 45 seconds or whatever it was. You know, they talked about it. Uh, and it's interesting because. um in order for like these records that have been records for decades, if a biological female can beat that record by a tenth of a second, that's massive. Now this guy comes in as a female and beats the record by 38, 48 seconds, whatever it is. He's dominating. And it's just not right. And so, uh, you know, obviously enough parents and enough athletes are fed up with it. So now the NCAA is actually looking into changing, and as they should, as they should. Uh, so um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, so that's basically it, okay? If you're a biological male, you're not being kept from playing sports. You can play whatever sport you want, but you're going to have to play on the men's team or the co-ed team. Pretty cut and dry. Well, this, uh, this bill, uh, again, it's Senate Bill 1165 in Arizona. It's got the, the left triggered. Okay, so I'm going to play you the clip. Uh, this is Senator Martin uh, Quezada. He's not happy about it at all. In fact, he said that this bill is an insult to most women. So let me bring this uh, video up. Try to promote this narrative that, that transgender women are not women you're simultaneously, and this is the most insulting part to me, you're simultaneously saying that cisgender women are not good enough to compete successfully in sporting activities unless we protect them from certain competition. That's coming from a family where my sisters played uh, athletically, competed at a collegiate level, that's insulting to them. That's insulting to all women. All right, so basically what he is saying is that uh, this bill that's preventing 
transgendered women from playing in women's sports is an insult to other women. Uh, I don't even know how they define women, right? Uh, how do you define women? I'd love to ask him that. I would love to ask Senator Quezada how he defines a woman or a girl. Define it. And we'll move on from there. But uh, basically what he's saying is that biological women are going to be uh, offended because of this bill. This bill is stopping transgendered women from, uh, from let's say, lifting weights or swimming or uh, volleyball, whatever. That uh, basically that the Republicans and conservatives in this state are trying to protect women. Hey, cyber uh, toxins in the room. What's a woman? Exactly. That's the question. So he's saying that uh, a biological woman will be offended by this because the Republicans are trying to keep transgendered women from playing against them. In other words, we're, we're questioning their athletic skills is basically what he's saying. That is an angle that uh, uh, even surprises me because it's insane. Right. So let's say uh, you've got uh, a woman basketball player. All right. And we saw this. We saw this with this 50 year old dude who decided to, to become a woman. He's 50 years old and he's like six foot eight. And now he's playing on a, uh, a women's basketball team. So that means a, a biological woman actually lost her spot on a, on a five woman roster. Right. This girl earned the spot, and then a six-foot-eight dude decides to come to college because he was never good enough to play against the men. So now he comes to college and wants to play basketball as a woman. So that girl lost her spot, probably in the center position, I would assume, six-foot-eight or whatever he was. Uh, But so let's say you're playing basketball. You've played your entire life in basketball. uh, You've worked your your butt off to be a great female basketball player. You're going into your senior year and you think there's a good possibility that there's uh, uh, colleges or even professional scouts that are going to come out and watch, right? Maybe, maybe you'll get picked up uh, by a WNBA team. And then your senior year of college, some bozo 50 year old clown who's six foot eight all of a sudden comes in and takes your spot. Well, there's not a female out there that's going to be able to defend this guy. It's common sense. I mean, I don't think we have to really uh, dig too deep into this, but it's common sense. But again, the left is upset. The left is uh, uh, all triggered by this because, well, I don't know. They're just uh, they're just extremely upset. So, so let me get into this article, and this was uh, uh, written by Kathy Hoffman. Now, Kathy Hoffman is Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. Okay, so she's the big wig here in uh, public education, public instruction, and she was also triggered by this bill. So she decided to write a uh, an opinion piece in the AZ Central. Now. The headline says, why would Arizona lawmakers tell transgender athletes they don't belong? Now, first of all, Kathy, the whole premise of your article is a lie. 
because there's not a single lawmaker out there that is trying to say that transgender athletes don't belong anywhere except in female sports. So they can play all the sports they want to as long as, again, it's either on the boys' team, the men's team, or the the co-ed team. So the whole premise of this entire uh, opinion piece is a joke right off the get right off the get go. So let's read what she actually had to say about this. So she says uh, some lawmakers want to prevent transgender students from fully participating in school life at a time when they need support. Now, again, oh, Nana's hot. Nana's here. Nana, how are you? I hope you're doing well. So. She's accusing the Republicans of preventing guys who think they're girls from fully participating in school life. It makes no sense. They can play as they can do whatever they want to do. They can join the chess club. They can join whatever club they want to. They can play intramurals. They can play co-ed sports. They can play uh, female sports or I'm sorry, male sports, not female sports as they shouldn't be. Right. We don't I mean, again, we don't got to continue to rehash the logic behind it. But these left wingers, they have zero logic whatsoever. So she's just right off the bat. She's absolutely lying about this. It's absolutely insane. So she goes on as the head of Arizona's public school system. I know there are many critical issues that our state legislature needs to promptly address in 2021. Uh, Well, it is 2022. So you already botched it. Our teachers and parents are overwhelmed after a year of uncertainty. Our students feel this too. All of us need to roll up our sleeves and get to work right away when the legislative session begins. But we can't do that if our legislature insists on distracting us with bills attacking transgender students who just want to be fully included in school uh, life alongside their peers. Again, it's a lie. She continues to just repeat the lie over and over again. No one is preventing transgendered females from playing sports. Okay. Our vision is that a strong public education system is one that works for all Arizona students. Well, if that's the case, Kathy, if you want this to work for all students in Arizona, then should a a biological female lose her spot on the wrestling team or the, uh, the golf team or the weightlifting team, the tennis team to a biological male. Obviously not. So taking transgendered females and putting them on the women's team that doesn't work for all of Arizona students. In fact, violates, in my opinion, the rights of the biological female athletes. She goes on to say this must include LGBTQ students uh, who we know feel the impacts of these bills uh, that send the message that this already vulnerable group of students are unwelcomed in our communities. No, no, it seems to me that you're the one that's putting the spotlight on these students You're the one that thinks it's okay for a male, biological male, to play on a biological female team of any kind. And it's just wrong. 
So you're putting them in a position to fail. And you're also putting the female athletes in a position to fail. I think this is kind of common sense, Kathy, but uh, that I think you lack. Oh, and by the way, Kathy is the same person. Now, remember, she's the Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. She's the same lady that was pushing masks on all of our kids in schools while she was uh, attending birthday parties with a bunch of young kids and adults. None of them were wearing masks. So what's good for thee is not for me. And that's exactly how most of these left-wingers live. They want to push this ridiculous mask mandate on our kids, but then when they get caught out in the private life not wearing masks, oh, they just start spewing the excuses. Well, it was in a private home. Oh, what does, what does that mean? Does that mean that COVID doesn't spread in a private home as much as it would spread in a public school building? Come on, Kathy. We know that you're a hypocrite. Uh, anyway, uh, she goes on to say that these bills could exacerbate depression and suicide. Last year, members of the legislature attempted to move forward with a bill that would have subjected girl athletes to invasive medical exams and ban transgendered girls from participating in school sports teams. Not true. Not true. They can play in as whatever school sports team they want as long as the biological sex lines up. Nobody is banning transgendered girls from participating in school sports. Okay. She goes on to say, we expect to see similar bills this year. Well, you did. You did. SB 1165. It's hot and it's in the Senate. Uh, When combined with verbal taunts that too many students experience in the classroom and some cases, heartbreaking lack of support at home. See what she's trying to do now. Now this, this educator is trying to get into uh, replace the role of the parent, right? So the parents don't support the transgendered kids. She's saying the lack of support at home. So she's basically, she's referring to the transgendered uh, girl's parents, not giving her the support, but she gives them the support, right? You see how the, she's kind of, you know, the state should parent your kids, not the parents. See how she uh, weaseled that right in there? Uh, We know these bills exacerbate the experience of depression and thoughts of suicide that many LGBTQ youth, especially transgendered and uh, non-binary students, already struggle with every day. That's right. That's right. Transgendered uh, kids do. Transgendered adults go through it. Maybe because... Maybe because it's a mental illness, right? Maybe that's what it is. Whether they play sports on a men's team or play sports on a female's team, they still have suicidal tendencies because there's something that's not clicking in their minds. Sadly, sadly, this is a mental uh, mental disorder. It's a mental illness. And uh, feeding into it doesn't do anybody any good whatsoever. Uh, So she goes on to say, especially transgendered non-binary students already struggle every day. Researchers at the University of Arizona found that nearly half of the boys who are transgender, what does that mean? Half of the boys who are transgendered. 
are these boys were they originally girls and now they're boys? Are they original originally boys and now they're girls? You're going to have to clarify this a little bit, Kathy. Uh, but uh, they found that half of boys who are transgender and nearly a third of girls who are transgender have attempted suicide. What is a girl? What is a boy? What is a man? What is a woman? Define it, Kathy. And uh, we can move on from there. But uh, anyway. Uh, She says, we know that during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, concerns about students and suicides have only increased. Well, uh, suicides have increased across the board, not just with transgendered, but students when they're taken away from the classroom and they're secluded and they're not allowed to go outside, they're not allowed to see their friends, that led to suicide. That was your lockdowns. That was the left locking down students and forcing them to be isolated from their friends. We know that's true. Now, did you notice that there's this hug thing out now? Have you guys seen this, uh, this uh, commercial where this, this blanket thing that you, like you wrap it around yourself and then you can get online with someone else that has this blanket. I don't know if it's through Google or who it's through. And then you can uh, over like zoom, you can hug each other and it, this blanket feels like it's, you're being hugged. That's how whacked the left is. They are trying to separate us completely from human touch and human emotion. It's crazy. She goes on to say these rates should shock all of us, and each of us has a responsibility to do what we can to create an environment where all students feel like they are safe and matter. Again, when you take a small percentage of these transgendered kids, very, very few of them, and you're forcing them into a situation where they're now taking the role or they're taking the spot on the team of a woman, a biological girl who worked to get there, did their lives not matter? Does all the work that they put into it, does none of that matter? Or does it only matter if you're a member of the LGBTQ community, specifically the transgendered folks? Anyway, uh, now more than ever, we must ensure that the schools are safe and welcoming places for LGBTQ youth, especially transgendered students. So uh, your student, if your student is straight, if your student is working hard, doing everything she can, to get a uh, starting position on the softball team, she doesn't matter. Okay, right? I'll tell you that right off the bat. She doesn't matter to someone like uh, this Kathy character. Okay, Kathy Hoffman, Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. Your straight student, especially if your student is straight and white, doesn't matter to Kathy Hoffman. If your student is a transgendered student, well, that's a different story. Then we have to bend all of societal norms so that your kid feels safe and welcomed. And let me tell you something. You can put as many transgendered females on the ladies' team and they are never going to feel welcomed as much as a, let's just say it, a normal student would feel. 
Trans athletes deserve a chance to play. She said school activities, including sports, are an important part of creating the sense of belonging for many students. I have seen so many students who were struggling to find themselves to escape troubles at home. There you go again. You see, there you go again. Now she's bringing in the home, right? These kids are struggling to find themselves to escape troubles at home, right? So it's the state who has to come in and rescue your child because you as a parent, well, you just don't understand what these kids are going through. You're, you're an old dinosaur, right? You, you may even be, God forbid, a Christian. That's right. And you may not accept transgenderism. You know, this isn't Canada that we're still, we still have some rights in the United States as parents. But you can tell people like Kathy Hoffman and these uh, fascist state dictators, they want to come in and scoop your kid up and save them from their parents. Because Kathy Hoffman knows better. She probably thinks that she's the smartest woman in the room, regardless of where she's at. She goes on to say, or to connect with their peers through sports. Again, they can play whatever sport they want to play. I don't mean to keep repeating myself, uh, but sometimes you have to because she keeps repeating her same arguments over and over and over again. As if it's, you know, somehow going to sink in. Well, it's not, Kathy. You're a kook. And everybody that supports this type of stuff, you, ought to, you shouldn't be in public service whatsoever. So, man, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that whenever she's up for uh, re-election or however she gets appointed to her job, that people don't forget about this, that she gets kicked out on her keister and replaced with somebody with some sort of uh, sense of morality and common sense. Uh, LGBTQ students have the same right to play sports as anybody else. The right must not be taken away due to inaccurate claims that trans students, athletes hold an unfair advantage in sports. Uh, that's not an inaccurate claim. As we've seen with the, uh, the lady swimmer, as we saw with the, uh, the transgendered uh, uh, weightlifter in the Olympics, as we've seen in so many cases, case after case after case. This, I heard a statistic once, that if you took the the number one tennis player in the country, female tennis player, and you put her up against the top 1,000th man, she couldn't beat him. So you've got a 1,000 men. Not putting her up against the number one man or the 10th the ranked man or the 50th ranked man. I'm talking about the 1,000th ranked man she would have trouble beating him. So Kathy is just, she just, they just spew this stuff. And the sad thing about it is, and I think I tweeted this about Biden, same thing applies to Kathy Hoffman. She could come out and say that the sky is red or the sky is green, and 30% of America would believe her because she's a left-wing liberal and they're so ideologically driven, facts don't matter. It's all about the ideology. It's all about what Kathy Hoffman thinks and says it, it has nothing to do with facts. So she can come out and say the right 
must not be taken away due to inaccurate claims that trans students, athletes hold an unfair advantage in sports. They absolutely do, Kathy. You're being extremely disingenuous when you say they don't. She goes on to say, even national organizations such as the National Collegiate Athletic Association have allowed transgender athletes to compete on teams consistent with their gender identity. So what does that mean? So who cares? The National Collegiate Athletic Association. So they've allowed transgender females to play. So what? Does that mean that there's not uh, some sort of advantage just because the Collegiate Athletic Association allows transgendered women to play in women's sports? That whole argument is a fallacy. It means nothing. Where's the scientific proof, Kathy? That's what I want to know. You're always talking about the right that we deny science. I think you guys, uh, you've, you've kind of thrown that argument out the window when it comes to transgenderism. Uh, she goes on to say, excluding trans people from any space or activity is harmful. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Because people that suck and they get kicked off the team, that's excluding people. Why is it only trans people? Why is excluding trans people from any space or activity harmful? But you can exclude any straight person just because they, they, they're not good at a sport, right? I mean, let's face it. I was 160 pounds in high school. I wasn't going to play offensive tackle. If I went out for offensive tackle on my football team, I would have got kicked off the field. I wouldn't have made the team. Would that have been harmful? You see, these are the same people that have been giving little kids trophies when they suck. And this has going on for decades and decades and decades. In fact, she may have been the recipient. Kathy Hoffman may have received trophies for sucking at sports. And so this mentality is ingrained in their, in their, the, every fiber of their being. And it's just not right. It's just not right. So uh, she goes on to say that opportunity shouldn't be not, shouldn't be uh, denied to anyone, particularly students who are already under so much pressure and stress. Well, first of all, they should be receiving the help they need. They shouldn't be just uh, let to do whatever they want to do. We shouldn't see. This is how the left controls us. This is how the left controls people. They come in and they tell you how you have to think and how you have to address people. If my pronoun is, I don't know, cat dog, anytime you refer to me or you talk to me, you have to use my pronouns. No, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to control me so that you feel better about yourself. And students that, uh, you know, uh, you your biological man, you shouldn't be on the women's team. You're not going to control us. You're not going to control us by telling us that these students are already under so much pressure and stress. Well, that's, they bring it upon themselves. What do you want me to say? 
right? That's a fact. You bring it upon yourself by choosing that lifestyle. Uh, any transgender student who is willing to put in the time and energy to practice, get to know and trust their teammates and fellow uh, or follow the guidance of their coach should have the same opportunity to participate in sports as any other student. Well, they do. Again, Kathy, they can play whatever sport they want to play. They just have to play on the team of the same biological sex. Now, if you're a transgendered male and you want to play on the male team, go for it. You're going to suck. You're probably going to get cut. But if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. If you want to play on the co-ed team, go play on the co-ed team. But if you're a transgendered female and you want to play on the female team, sorry, not going to work. She goes on to say, don't create problems where none exist. School sports are about developing physical skills, building relationships, and ultimately participating in fun activities with peers. No, uh, you kind of left out the part, Kathy, about the scholarships and getting your college paid for whether it's a full ride or a partial ride, whatever, however you want to look at it. So school sports, they are about developing physical skills. You got that right. They are about building relationships and they are about participating in fun activities, but they are also about an investment. See that hard work when you go out and you practice every day to develop your physical skills? and you go out and you practice and you learn the plays and you understand the sport and you work hard, That's that could potentially lead to a scholarship, whether it's in a Division I school, two school, three school, whatever. You can go and maybe your family, maybe you don't have the, the money that you need to go to school. So you're relying on a scholarship and you lose that opportunity to play you lose that opportunity to get a scholarship because a transgendered female has twice the body mass, twice the strength, twice the height that you do. And so you're not going to play now. All of a sudden, everything that you did to earn that spot is just tossed out the window. Come on, Kathy. This whole article, this whole opinion, Kathy, you left out one thing, and that's common sense. None of what you said is has any common sense whatsoever. Uh, she goes on to say, limiting who can participate in school sports goes against our values. Well, again, we're not limiting anybody from participating in school sports. It goes against the mission of our schools. Yeah. And it goes against the law. Well, that's why they're going to pass the law. Kathy. See, that's what bills, bills become laws, right? If they, uh, if they get enough votes and they're signed by the governor, the bill becomes a law. And SB 1165 is going to prevent, it's going to be a law that prevents biological males from playing in women's sports. She goes on to say, during COVID-19 school closures and remote learning, students have been isolated and unable to participate in activities. That's your fault. That's your fault on the left. Everybody on the right wanted to go back to schools. But your teachers didn't want to show up. 
your administration didn't want to show up and you forced kids to, uh, to sit at home. That was your fault. Uh, we know that uh, that was difficult for Arizona students and families. Moving forward, we need to work hard to engage all students and reconnect them to their school communities, purposefully alienating some students from social activities. Again, that's not happening. The premise is a lie. Not happening. Uh, alienating some students from social activities is the exact opposite of what we need to do right now in our schools. Our teachers, parents, and most importantly, our students need our state legislature to address concerns that are going to impact all students, such as stabilizing school budgets, addressing the digital divide, and focusing on ways for all students to achieve their full potential. Yeah, all students. All students, Kathy. See, this is where this is where the big uh, this is where the big problem it's just it's a problem because you want to keep saying that all students should be able to achieve their full potential but then you want a female benched so that the biological male can take her spot how how does that help all students achieve their full potential it doesn't not at all the biological male should be playing in male sports. That's it. If he's not good enough, he's not good enough. He gets cut and he finds an, either another sport or another hobby. Maybe he can pick up a guitar and play guitar. Maybe he can get involved in acting. There's a, there's a hundred different things that he can do if he sucks at sports. The last thing you want him to do is put on a wig, grow his hair out, and pretend he's a girl and take the spot of another girl a biological female who deserves and has worked hard for that spot and should be playing. Again, this is common sense. Kathy Hoffman has none. Uh, what we need uh, is a device, a divisive proposal. Oh, what we don't need is a divisive proposal that would create problems where none exist invite uh, costly litigation and tear apart communities and harm some of the state's most vulnerable young people. Again, the vulnerable young people are only the people that belong to the LGBTQ community. The straight kids, they mean nothing to Kathy Hoffman. Nothing. So that's Kathy Hoffman. Again, Kathy Hoffman is uh, the Arizona State Superintendent of Public Schools uh, Instruction. Uh, she's also a, uh, a proud mom, she says. Well, I'm sorry for your kids. Uh, let's see. I want to see something here. Take a take a quick break. Uh, just hold on one second. All right. So uh, again, the chat's not going. If you want to be part of the conversation, the uh, the numbers on the uh, the screen is six zero two four seven five two thousand. I would. Love to hear your thoughts on uh, this situation that's going on here in Arizona and across the country when it comes to transgendered uh, females playing on female sports. I'd love to get your input on that, but I am going to take a uh, a quick break. I do got to get my sponsors taken care of. Uh, so let's let's do Grayfeather Farms. Uh, Grayfeather Farm. 
Uh, Jennifer's a friend of mine, and uh, this is uh, she's a local farm out of uh, uh, eastern Pennsylvania. So check it out. This is Backyard Politics. We will be right back. Deborah had this to say about the Gray Feather Farm Crack Attack Cream. This scented and extreme moisturizing hand cream smells just like a candy cane, and the whip qualities are unique to other moisturizers. This is my first purchase, and so for my severely chapped hands and cracked thumbs are recovering well with daily use of this product. This local shop owner provided helpful communication about my dried hands as well as a sample of emu oil. I will definitely make future purchases to keep this beneficial hand cream in stock during the winter. Guys, listen, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and these products from Gray Feather Farm, they're all natural skincare products. They make the perfect Valentine's Day gift for the little lady in your life. Go to saywhatyouwillradio.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and then click the Gray Feather Farm logo. You won't be disappointed. This is Backyard Politics. Like it or not, ladies, beards are in these days. And guys, if you're going to grow one, you need to take care of it. The best way to take care of your beard is with high-quality beard products. I'm talking about Mythical Beards, makers of the finest beard products on the market. Mythical Beards use only the highest quality natural ingredients and essential oils to create ultra-premium beard balm, beard butter, beard oil, and solid cologne at reasonable prices. The guys over at Mythical Beards believe you shouldn't have to pay a fortune to get great results and finally be happy with your beard. Go to saywhatyouwillradio.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and find Mythical Beards, or go to mythicalbeards.com. That's mythicalbeards.com. This is Backyard Politics. Do you have handwritten recipes handed down from your mom, your aunt or grandmother, maybe even your great-grandmother, would you love to have those recipes saved so you can hand them down to future generations? Of course you would. Let me tell you about Nut Tree Designs Company. That's Nut Tree Designs Company. Nut Tree Designs Company will take the handwritten recipe and engrave it into a custom cutting board. All you need to do is take a photo of the handwritten recipe and email it to them. Let Katie, the owner, do the rest. You will have a high-quality cutting board with the engraved recipe in your loved one's handwriting to keep and hand down to your kids or your grandkids. Go to saywhatyouwillradio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and find Nut Tree Designs Company. Or search Nut Tree Designs Company on Etsy. What is it? Well, this is out of the New York Post. The NCAA adopted new transgender policy as Leah Thomas controversy brews. Well, Leah Thomas, that's that swimmer over there in uh, the University of Pennsylvania, 
she's the one that was just dominating the uh, the biological females. And uh, so the NCAA is now looking into this because obviously there's a problem, right? We know that there's a problem. So uh, this is out of the New York Post again. Uh, the NCAA has adopted new regulations in the wake of Leah Thomas, 22, a transgender swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania who's been shattering women's team records. Now there will be a sport-by-sport approach uh, for transgender athletes, bringing the organization in line with the United States and international uh, Olympic committees. Uh, Nana says, will Tyke be joining you again? Yeah, not uh, not every Monday, Nana, but uh, on occasion, and uh, just because of our schedules and, and different things. But yeah, Tyke will definitely uh, be back for sure. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're, we're kind of going through... Um, just kind of some changes to the, the, the format of the show and programming and things like that. So I'm trying to get more local uh, Arizona folks to come in, uh, to actually come in to the studio and uh, do interviews uh, in the studio. So, but uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have Tyke back for sure. No questions about it. All right, so uh, let's uh, let me read that question again. Now there or that uh, statement. Now there will be a sport by sport approach for transgendered athletes, bringing the organization in line with the U.S. and international Olympic committees. So it's sport by sport. So I understand that. I get that. I mean, I was talking to my wife about this before uh, I I started the show, and you think about it, like uh, you know, if it's if it's shooting and it's uh, maybe someone laying on the ground you know, shooting a rifle, that might be a little bit different than swimming. That might be a little bit different than volleyball and softball and wrestling and, and uh, tennis and you name it, all these other sports, right? So shooting where maybe your physical abilities don't play as much of a role as they would in a more traditional sport. So I get that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Thomas has been uh, become a lightning rod as her story has gained national attention in recent months, Thomas began competing for the women's team uh, this season after transitioning. She previously competed as a man for three seasons at Penn. My understanding, he didn't do so well. Uh, you know, didn't do so well on the men's team. Uh, the new NCAA regulations require Thomas and transgendered student athletes to document testosterone levels, which must meet sports specific levels for weeks, uh, four weeks before their sports championship selection. It's unclear when Thomas transitioned from male to female as per NCAA rules, at least one year of, te- of testosterone suppression treatment is required to be able to compete as a woman. I, I don't have a picture of this dude, but he's clearly much taller, much bulkier, much stronger than any of the women on the team. So uh, I don't know what testosterone suppression does. I don't know how, uh, how much it works, how much suppression is needed, etc., etc. So, uh, you know, anyway, there you go. So record-setting Olympian Michael Phelps and Caitlyn Jenner are among the prominent voices who have weighed in on this situation. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, Michael Phelps, the greatest swimmer of all times, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner, she was a, a transgendered athlete. I mean, she was a man when she competed. Uh, now she's transgender, so now she's a chick. But, uh, you know, so 
two good people to go to, right? Two people that should have valid arguments or valid opinions on such. Not not like, uh, not like um, uh, Kathy Hoffman, right? Who has no experience whatsoever. I'm sure. Look at a picture. She's she's definitely not an athlete. Uh, so she's a politician. Michael Phelps, the greatest swimmer of all time. Caitlyn Jenner, a dude, sports, you know, great athlete as well, now a transgender. So listen to what Phelps had to say. He said, he, or say, he said I think this leads back to the organizing committees again, Phelps told CNN, because it has to be a level playing field. That's something we all need because that's what sports are. For me, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, let me get into this, okay? Because I wasn't sure if I was going to I was going to address this point or not because it it may sound a little conspiratorial, but here's the situation. Okay? Sports are about one thing. Competition. Competition. Now, what is the say the foundation of capitalism competition, right? So if they can go in, because here's what's going to happen. Women's sports, if this nonsense continues and thank God uh, for the, the uh, Republicans here in Arizona that are trying to pass Senate, uh, Senate bill 1165, but let's say this nonsense continues to happen. Let's say there's a Supreme court rolling, Right. And it could very well happen, uh, especially with Kavanaugh and Roberts. But let's say there's a Supreme Court ruling that says that all transgendered women can play women's sports, that uh, this overrides any laws that were passed on the state, etc. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to see an influx of transgendered women playing in women's sports. And the women... You know, the 80, 95, say 95% of the, the, the people that are actually playing the sport are actually biological women and they can't win or they can't start or they just continue to get screwed over. They're just going to walk away from sports. So now women's sports collapses. The transgender women, let me tell you something, not one of them is going to care. Not one of them is going to care. I guarantee it. So now the... Uh, uh, women's sports collapses. Now, NCAA and uh, all these other organizations are just going to simply say it's just not fair to have men's sports and no women's sports. So they're going to just end sports altogether. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. I can almost guarantee you that eventually, and it could be 10 years from now, 15 years from now, because liberals are always in it for the long game. Their goal is to annihilate and just remove sports of all kinds from high school, from junior high school, from college, etc. They don't care because they want to eliminate competition. Competition is something that, uh, and, and again, this is a point my wife made before I went on the show tonight. I mean, Cain and Abel. You want to go back to competition, go all the way back to Cain and Abel. 
Competition is something that is in the DNA of the human being. That's why capitalism works so well. That's why socialism, communism, fascism has failed everywhere it's been tried because they try to eliminate the competition. Competition is wonderful. One of the reasons our medical insurance is so expensive is because there's no competition. There's no interstate uh, competition. There's no international competition. So you can only get uh, health insurance from so many providers in your state. They eliminate competition, prices go up. Anyway, the point of this is if they can eliminate sports, which is driven by competition, they can start to remove people from that mindset. And so if we can eliminate that competition mindset by removing sports, guess what? It's going to be so much easier to eliminate the concept of capitalism as well. See how that works? I know maybe it sounds a little bit uh, a little bit conspiratorial, but that's the mind of a liberal. That's the mind. A liberal in today's world is no different than a devout socialist or a communist. They think the same way. They all think they're the smartest people in the room, and they all think they'll be protected by the the ruling classes. And none of them think this is going to impact them. I mean, we've heard so many, so many socialists say, well, the reason socialism and communism has failed around the world is because I haven't had the opportunity to try it yet. If you just give us this chance, give us this chance, we'll implement socialism and communism as it was meant to be, and we will make it succeed. And then tens of thousands or millions of people end up in concentration camps. It never works out well. There's no food on the shelves. We're already seeing that with empty shelves, Biden. We're already seeing the shelves being emptied. We're completely controlled by the CCP, so they're going to be shutting down their ports, and everything that we order from China isn't even going to leave China. They're shutting their ports down that ship supplies to us. You remember Trump? Remember Trump, what he wanted to do? He wanted to bring manufacturing back to America. He wanted to make American manufacturing great again. And everybody, every single person, every progressive on this planet wanted him gone. They want our country to rely on the CCP. They want us to rely on China so that China can control, so that we can get, start getting used to socialism in our country. Pretty terrifying. So that's why they want to eliminate sports is to eliminate that uh, competition mindset. And it will happen. When when it happens, I don't know. I can't predict when it's going to happen, but it will happen probably within the next 10, 15, 20 years. This is what uh, Jenner said. She said, I've seen uh, this from the beginning. Biological boys should not be playing in women's sports. We need to protect women's sports. This is coming from a, uh, an Olympic athlete, transgender. I mean, are you going to believe, uh, you're going to believe Jenner or are you going to believe some nitwit out of Tucson? Excuse me. Some nitwit politician. 
I don't know. It seems like to me uh, it's common sense. But uh, the Board of Governors is suggesting the NCAA division allow for additional eligibility if a transgender student athlete loses eligibility based on the policy change. The flexibility is providing they meet the NCAA's new guidelines, which are effective immediately. Approximately 80% of U.S. Olympians are either current or former college athletes, NCAA President Mark Emmert said in a release. This policy alignment uh, provides consistency and further strengthens the relationship between college sports and the United States Olympics. So there you go. So that's really about it. I, this was kind of a longer show than I expected, but uh, you know, I mean, this is what we got to do. But uh, if you're in Arizona, continue to urge the uh, Arizona Republicans to continue to push and vote for uh, Senate bill 1165 Again, that's going to stop biological males from playing in women's sports. It's a good thing. It makes sense. It's good for everybody. Uh, No one's above being cut from a sport. And if you're a biological male and you can't make it in uh, male sports, then you shouldn't play sports. Go pick up a guitar or the drums or go to acting school or do whatever you got to do. Learn how to fix air conditioners, whatever it takes. Not everybody is meant to play sports. Not everybody is meant to do anything, right? I mean, colleges all around the the world cut people because their grades aren't good enough. Not everybody is meant to be a doctor. Not everybody's meant to be an attorney. The world needs a variety of people, right? Like the, uh, the old saying, the world needs ditch diggers too. And if you're terrible at sports, I mean, what's stopping the, what's stopping someone, an adult, from playing on a kid's team? If a biological male can play on a female team, why can't a biological male or a biological female adult play on the kid's team? Right? We all remember that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer was top of his class in karate. And then Elaine went to, to check him out to watch him, uh, you know, participate in his karate lessons. And here he was fighting little kids. I mean, that's the reality of it, right? What is stopping an adult who sucks at sports in their age group from, from going in and playing with kids? Todd Baker says testosterone suppression <laughs> with the icon of, uh, yeah, the scissors icon. That's, uh, well, you know, pretty much Todd Baker. Yikes. I'll pass on that. But seriously, what's stopping kids? What is stopping uh, adults from playing with kids? I can't make it, I uh, can't play uh, in the NFL. I can't make it on my college uh, football team. So I'm going to go back and play uh, on the kids, uh, you know, the kids football team. Or I'm going to go play in the kids' uh, soccer team. You know, it's funny. If you remember, this just kind of just reminded me. Uh, there was that uh, movie with Rodney Dangerfield called Ladybugs. His team was terrible. So what did he do? He took uh, his girlfriend's son, who was really good at soccer, put a wig on the kid, and made him play in the girls' team. And he dominated. Dominated the sport. Yeah, the whole movie made, you know, that was back in Hollywood before Hollywood is uh, even as nutty as they are now. That movie would never make the cut. 
no one would even, they would never put that movie out today. But here we are. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, Again, if you're in Arizona, support uh, Senate Bill 1165. uh, Call your senators, call your congresspeople, let them know that uh, you expect them to support Senate Bill 1165. Get it passed, get it on the governor's desk, and make sure Ducey signs it. Uh, If you're not from uh, Arizona, we would be the 11th state in the nation that's passed a bill like this. Uh, Hopefully it goes through. But if you're not from Arizona and you don't have a bill like this, write to your congresspeople, write to your state Senate and say, look what Arizona is doing with their bill. Senate Bill 1165. Adopt this, copy it, carbon copy it, and jam it through the legislature and get it passed. This is how we're going to win, folks. We're going to win by going in our state elections and our local elections. We're We're not going to win by looking at our federal elections. We've got to get involved in our backyard politics, right? All right, guys. Well, anyway, uh, that's it for the program. I hope you guys have a great night, and I will see you again Monday evening unless there's breaking news, then I'll be back. But uh, until then, God bless, take care, and uh, be nice to one another. We'll see you next week. This is Backyard Politics.